Hello and welcome to Healer to Healer, the podcast where two virtual strangers explore all things related to spiritual and mental wellness. In each episode, we hope to empower and encourage you to be your best possible self. Let's get right into the show. <laughs> welcome to the latest episode of Healer to Healer. My name is Jim Pakonan, and I am here with my amazing co-host, Tanya Daly. And today we are here with our dear friend, Belinda Gugugliath. And Belinda is going to tell us all about all of the wonderful things she does. And we have been friends, the three of us, for a little while. So we're going to jump into this. And, you know, if we laugh, laugh along with us. It'll be great. Absolutely. What does Belinda do? <laughs> yes, let's jump to Belinda. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the first question. So Belinda... What is it that, well, I guess Jim already asked the first question. Go ahead, Belinda. What is it that you, that you do? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Belinda Gugulius. Um I'm, I'm uh, located in London, Ontario, Canada, and I'm a certified angel guide. Um, and so I conduct healing with energy um, that is guided by angels. And I do angel card readings um, to help to connect you with the spiritual guidance that is available to all of us. So it's a tool, and I also am. I also teach people to use angel cards as well for themselves, um, and I'm, I also run the Facebook page, Angelic Flow, as well. So be sure to look me up. Love Not that. only look I her love- up, join the page, be a part <laughs> of, because Belinda is a great person to get to know. Yes, she is. So you can look her up on Facebook at Angelic Flow, and we will get to that again at the end so you don't miss any of the wonderful ways to reach out to us. So, Belinda, I have to ask, how did you get into angel card readings and angels? Yeah, so, you know, it's an interesting process how we find our connection to the universe. So for myself, I... um, I'll just start from the beginning. About uh, almost two years ago to the day now, I had a a nervous breakdown. And I signed up for the Hoffman Institute process, which is a week-long retreat. Um, And what I signed up for is not what I thought I was going to get. And I walked away with a deep spiritual connection. And over the next months after that that process, I started noticing things, signs from the universe that I was completely immune to prior to that feathers in my path, animals that were uh, repeatedly showing up in my path to the point where I had to actually ask myself, what is it? What is this? Like this can't, this can't just be coincidence. And, and I'll tell you um, after two years that there is no such thing as coincidence, guys, things happen for a reason. The universe is always sending you signs. Um, but that caused me to look into things that I, I, because feathers were the largest sign that I was seeing. I, immediately went to angels, feathers and birds. And uh, in my search, I came across Gladys Ellen, who is also an, an angel intuitive. And uh, she uh, taught me through her various venues about the archangels. And I eventually, she also does angel card reading, which is where I came across angel cards for the first time and put me on a path to my own angel cards uh, practice as well. Um, I will tell you that throughout my life, um, I've had, uh, I have members of my family who are uh, highly intuitive and uh, have uh, psychic medium abilities. Um, And that I myself, you know, at a young age, identified as somebody with those abilities as well. And 
because of some scary things that were going on for family members that at that time I turned them off. Um, and attending the Hoffman process switched on that intuitive ability, which was exactly the source of my nervous breakdown was that I lost my ability to be in tune with uh, what is actually right for my soul. And it is my calling to help to put souls back on their light path. So Belinda, what are some of the things that you have witnessed with your card readings? Because I will personally say every single time you do a card reading, it just seems perfect for that day. But can you tell us like how you get in the space to do a card reading? And then like, what are some of the things you've seen? Yeah, so uh, for getting into the space to do a card, card reading, and for those of you who have done some spiritual work, you'll know what I, what I mean when I say being in a high vibration. Um, being in a, in a space of gratitude and love is always the first step to any kind of intuitive process. And being able to step out of the 3D world or the physical world as it manifests, that always heightens our connection to the universe. Things that I've seen. So um, when I first started getting into angel cards, it was very, um, I didn't have any formal training in it. And at some point, I think Jim, you, jump, you jumped in as I started doing my formal training. And I changed my process right about the time that I met Jim. I think we did one with the old way. And then the next time he saw me, I had changed it. So that I actually didn't know what the query was. I actually just asked the querent to, to make a, a, a request to the universe and say the prayer Thank you, angels, for revealing to me that which I needed to know. And I will say, I've always been surprised. When I started that, I was quite nervous about it. But when I started that, I was shocked that I was always on able to, the the, the, the querents were always like, that is completely on point with what I asked for. And that's clearly just always being open to your heart space. Being able to to listen for the voice that is deep within that voice isn't lying to you, it's, but it is also knowing the difference between ego voice and your and your higher self voice as well, which is, I think a lot of us are, are so in tune with ego that we, it gets, um, we forget that there is actually a higher voice that's available to us at all times. I actually, uh, if you were uh, able to be on camera right now, I could show you my, I actually have a, a mask of a, of a werewolf I actually used to represent my ego spirit there are times when uh, and I recommend for anyone to do this there are times when maybe ego is just a bit strong in my life and he's, we're having a tough time and I'll do things like I'll take down that mask and I'll have an argument with him about the lies that he tells me about myself I've done some several art therapy uh, exercises that I've also I learned through the process where you know you literally beat the tar out of your ego and get yourself back to your higher self. And those are just some of the things that, that I, I do and happy to, to share any other tools with anyone else too. I love that you have your own processes and processes, processes, whichever. Uh, but no, I, I mean, we all have to adopt what works for us. And I, I love hearing about everybody's different ways of, of finding their, their path and, I am curious, you, you mentioned that when you were younger that you turned off your powers because you had some scary times. Do you have times that still scare you? There are times um, where there are certain individuals that you'll come in contact with that uh, your heart will start to raise and you'll just have, you know, the hackles on the back of your neck rise. And I, and I admit I don't always know why, I just know to listen. Um, just because, as I told you, I... I've seen firsthand that, you know, 
your intuition won't lie to you. It will always protect you. I haven't had any of those experiences myself. The experience I had when I was younger was um, uh, my mother's own experiences that I witnessed. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's just going into a, a home where something has not happened and the energy is not cleared, where a negative event has happened. You can, uh, you can almost, you can feel that. And some, you know, Jim's talked about some of his experiences visiting war memorials uh, as well. But I also love, this is the awesome part about being in tune with the universe is I can tell you when I visited uh, Halifax when I was a younger person, that was so amazing for me on a level that I couldn't explain to someone who wasn't in tune with the universe because you could actually feel the history of that space as you were walking through. And that's one of the things that I just think is just so fantastic about, about intuition. So if one of our listeners is hearing this for the first time and they're going like, angel card readings, what? What would you say to them about the power of angel card readings? Because I will say your angel card readings are incredibly in tune and so powerful in the flow of my life. With angel card readings, um, depending on whether you're participating in a uh, an individual reading or on a general clearance, so every uh, we've not gone, but on my angelic flow, I post a daily card for the group in general, and my query to the angels on that day is, what is the energy that my that the angel flow group should be focusing on today? What that sends out is is, is a query to the you know, what is the actual flow of the universe today? And what is it that, you know, we here on Earth need to know to manage that? If I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one or a specific one with you, I'm actually, I'm actually talking to your guardian angel. We each have our own specific angel who is here on Earth to follow us. They have never walked the Earth themselves. Their job is solely to, to love and support you on your journey through, um, through life and to meeting your soul contract, which some of you may or may not be aware of. When I'm doing a one-on-one, -on -one, I'm actually um, having a, a discussion with your guardian angel. I love that. And that, that actually brings me to a question. So when you work with someone one-on-one, -on -one, and being around you a lot, I have a feeling I know the answer to this question, but when you work with them one-on-one, -on -one, you're not just looking at cards with them, right? There's, there's a lot more involved. Tell, tell us about what your one-on-ones are like. So I, I prefer to do one-on-ones in person where I can at least, or at least where I can see you because I do actually do an energy read on, on the individual. I can uh, tune my vision so that I can actually see the aura that you're projecting. Quite often I, I will look at you and I will see overlays on the individual. So for example, I did an angel reading a number of months ago with an individual who was really struggling with the loss of their ex-husband. For a number of readings that I had with that individual, I could actually tell her what her ex-husband looked like. And I've recently seen a picture of him. He was overlaid on her face for every reading that I had for her for three weeks in a row while she was working through that. And that was his way of, of letting me know to let her know that he is with her and supporting her and, you know, and, and and is uh, not wanting to hurt herself like that. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And if somebody wanted like a one-on-one -on -one card reading with you, how would they go about getting in touch with you? Because I will say your one-on-one -on -one readings are incredible. Yeah. 
So I'm right now, I'm in the, uh, in the, uh, inception, we'll call it a period of my, uh, of offering angel card readings. Presently, the only way to reach me is through messaging me through the angelic flow, uh, um, Facebook page. Um, I am, uh, in the process of having a website designed and, uh, formal email addresses and things like that designed. I do work in hospital, so I've been quite busy with COVID. <laughs> that is uh, very, uh, very close at hand. And I look forward to offering that. But in the meantime, uh, look for me on Facebook at Angelic Flow. I also have an Instagram page, also Angelic Flow as well. Wonderful. And, and yes, everyone should definitely look her up, join her pages, follow her because her cards will just change your life. Every morning, as Jim said, I look forward to them. And it's amazing how you can get something different out of them each time. I know Jim and I are not dealing with the same issues, but we still resonate with those cards on the same days. Um, so it, it is very profound how they speak to you in an individual way. Uh, and Belinda, you did bring up the fact that you are uh, in the healthcare industry during our lovely pandemic here. And I know that we didn't mention, but you are in Canada and you are dealing right now with a pretty hefty wave of COVID. So my question to you is, how has your training with Hoffman, your angelic card readings, how has this journey helped you get through what you're dealing with right now? You know what, uh, the training with Hoffman and the angelic cards have actually been very key to um, my mental health throughout this whole period. Both have, have been a tool for me to be, uh, to feel supported and guided. The Hoffman tools in particular were a great start for me and we all find our own paths from there. My advice for anyone who is, is uh, maybe suffering with anxiety, depression, or just in general, just feeling like they're not supported, is to to reach out to a healer in any way, shape, or form, whether that is a, a process like Hoffman Institute or healers like Tanya and Jim, myself, and find the the right individual. Because we're not all about, you know, we're not everyone's cup of tea either. Find that, that niche for connection, because that's really what it's all about. It's about connection and understanding that you're we're, none of us are ever separate. That's what I've always, I've always said. We're all here to walk ourselves, walk each other home. I love what you said there. And if you're listening, those are very critical words, right? It's finding the healer that you resonate with. As each of us has our own unique issues, when we find someone that we resonate with, they become the teacher that we need in that moment. So it's like, if you're listening to this, know that if you are open, literally, if you're open to having that healer come in, it is amazing that what will show up. Love that commentary. Yes. And one of my favorite things about working with a healer or a teacher, there, there's a, I think it's an ancient saying, but I probably will get it wrong, but the teacher and the student together make the lesson. It is a beautiful walk together because every time you work with someone on an individual basis, it is a different experience. You, you as a healer will never come at it the same way because you're not dealing with the same person. So it can teach you, change you, help you, and really just make your life more enriched at the same time. I, I always say I get as much out of teaching and healing as I do or as the client does. They're equally, if not more. I've always thought that, you know, it's always unfortunate because there are some teachers out there and I'm not just speaking about healers, but teachers in general that forget that it's important to keep learning in order to continue to do your work. 
And you guys have heard me say that the healer heals by healing others as well. And I think that's an important part of being a healer and a teacher. Love that. Absolutely love that. It is so key. So I think we are getting close to wrapping up, but Belinda, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? I want to go back to my statement about finding the healer that, uh, that resonates with you, actually. I think the thing is to understand is we each have a, a, a different approach, as you said. Like for myself, I approach it from, the, uh, from finding support from the universe and teaching people to be in tune with their intuition, being able to recognize you know, the resources that are available to you from the universe. And that could be ascended masters, that could be angels. That could be just recognizing signs that your loved ones are with you, which is also my favorite science, actually. (laughs) I offer the ability for energy healing, but that is not my first line. I know Jim does a lot of awesome um, energy work, as do you as well. And um, also you have some great, uh, how can I put it this way? I don't know, just your presence just really centers me. Like right from the minute we met, Tanya. <laughs> it was Thank magic. You. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's that magic of the connection, though. You know, I, I want to say I, I can't say that that happens with everyone. I, I don't. No one resonates with everyone, but we did. We did absolutely have that connection. It was the same thing with Jim, and there have been so many yeah. others in my life that I can feel that connection immediately. And I yeah. think you know, learning to act on that and and notice it for the beautiful <laughs> gift that it is 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 just. It's the most important thing. And I think that's important too, is like, you know, recognizing when those magic moments happen and embracing them and not being so, some people are actually off put by that, that that actually frightens them. So like, I remember when I first met uh, Jim, it was on a call, uh, a Zoom call for a group. There was probably, I think there was about a, it was a big call. I think there was about a dozen people there. And Jim was a little bit late to arrive. And I remember when he popped on, like I know, and I saw it on your face too. It was like, wow, who is this person, right? And a friendship um, blossomed from that. But some people are overwhelmed by that. Um, And that's the other part is teaching people to be brave and step into that power because power can be scary. Um, Is it Spider-Man where they say with great power comes great responsibility? (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) And And I think one of our responsibilities is assisting people to step into their power because oftentimes life disarms you and disempowers you. And yet when you meet these incredible, powerful people, it allows you to step into your power. And then as you step into your power, you literally give that gift forward and you assist another to step into their power. And the more of us that are assisting people to step into their power at different levels, the more empowered world that we live in. So I think that is such a beautiful message. What you just said actually resonated. It reminded me of a meditation that I had a number of months ago where, um, and I think this was the universe demonstrating with me with the power of connection, was I actually had a meditation where we were all stars. One star went out and slowly all the other stars went out too because the power you know, was taken from that. Um, I do believe that when powerful people come into contact with other individuals, we, we exponentially increase the power that's available to all. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. So I 
think we are winding down here or if uh, we'll, we'll probably just go off and talk for an hour after this, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let our listeners off the hook on this one. But please, 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 if you are thinking um, as we're talking about this, that you don't have anyone that you connect with in the way that we were talking about, that is so very important. Come join us on Healer to Healer on our Facebook page. We have a group and we love people and everyone in there is so friendly. We all love to help each other. So just join in and and there are other groups out there. Angelic Flow is another one and we will be your tribe. So come join us. But for now, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. So Jim, Belinda, it has been amazing. Thank you so much, Belinda, for joining us. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It's what a phenomenal episode. (laughs) <laughs> and always always and, we have we're all animal lovers so right. there we are <laughs> even the dogs are saying goodbye so yes, yes. if if you've been listening please follow us or and give us a five-star rating and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of healer to healer thanks everybody as usual well it's going to be usual i'm going to end with my midwest goodbye so big hugs everybody glad you stopped by it was great catching up Don't forget to do all of the things that we talked about. I packed you up some leftovers. Be careful going home. Let me know when you get there, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.